last week on Married to the Games. You're a vampire with a cold. That's right. Vampire with allergies, a cough, and a cold. <laughs> yeah, I'm He's not sneaking up on nobody. No. Carl the riot, <laughs> the riot bearing shoveler. <laughs> they tried to make Pikachu talk, and he was like, Why you like God? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. People yeah, were dropping him. He wasn't even sponsored by like water. It was like, uh, I don't want to be associated with Tiger Woods no more. You can't take no more showers. That's right. Yes, y'all, you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are still married to the game. Zero, six, zero. Uh-huh. We are happy to be here. It's your boy, Gabe Patillo, with Tim Ryder and Timothy Hall, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. Thank you guys for being here. We are excited. We got a crazy freaking show today i don't know i feel like we've got a bunch of segments and we usually usually don't have that many segments we had the last week on that kicked off the show we've got uh, the favorite video game memory part one is going to be playing on today's podcast and we got an interview with gavin hammond more on that later he's awesome and i can't wait for you guys to hear it but kicking this thing off router is in the happiest place on (laughs) earth and I'm so jealous. <laughs> Keep singing. Hey, hey, Roger. <laughs> when Mickey saw you, was he like, oh, no, not you again? <laughs> He's like, oh, crap. Married to the games again. <laughs> Back again, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I got your money. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. No, man, it is all good. We, are in, uh, we this took a family trip uh, to celebrate my wife and I's 15 year anniversary. We were originally going to go someplace else and it fell through. And um, so at the last minute, Lauren's like, you know what? I don't want to leave Piper. Let's uh, let's go to Disney World, just the three of us, because we usually go with my parents and my brother and and sister-in-law and their three kids. And it's usually pretty chaotic. And it's just the three of us. We're staying here at Boardwalk. It's absolutely beautiful. And I love that place. Oh, it is. I think it's my favorite place to stay now because it's smack in the middle of everything. You could go to two different parks right from here. And then there's just all kinds of fun stuff to do on the boardwalk. And so we're just having a ball doing whatever the heck we want to. Piper is Piper was up till 1130 last night because we were at the Magic Kingdom. And oh, yeah. like she stayed, extra magic hours, baby, extra magic hours. And uh, it's just been it's a totally different Disney experience without having like a large group. And, you know, not to not to diss my family or anything, but it is nice just having the three of us and just being able to do, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever we want to do. Cause it's a lot harder with uh, having other three kids because, you know, they all want to do something. And so we all try and, you know, cater to that, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Got some good stories. Uh, yesterday we're at the magic kingdom. We're on Winnie the Pooh Boo! just shuts down. And, no, but they, I love the way Disney like. Oh bother! Yeah, exactly. I love the way Disney spins it. They're like, we've had a honey spill. 
Like everything is still thematic. They're like, we've had a honey spill, and we're and a cast member will be there to escort you shortly. So Dang like, it. we're smack in the middle of like, I think it's Pooh's dream sequence. If you've ever been on Winnie the Pooh, um, mm-hmm. so we're like just stuck, and it's like dead quiet, like dead quiet. Lights are still on, everything's still moving. You hear like the the motors of all the the different things moving, and there's it's just silence and then a cast member comes out they have to like pry open the door they give us a little step stool we walk down so the coolest part of this whole thing i got to see like the ins and outs of the winnie the pooh ride because you have to follow the track back to the entrance so i'm taking video i should actually post some of the video because i found a hidden mickey that is like that the cast member was telling me about as we're walking back that nobody would have ever found because you go by by it so quickly so wow. that, yeah, it was really cool, like just to see the ins and outs of Winnie the Pooh. And I'm I'm a softie because I grew up. Winnie the Pooh used to be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and that was my brother and I's favorite ride at the Magic Kingdom. It was just mm-hmm. one of those weird, trippy, you know, kind of uh, rides. And Winnie the Pooh, I think, is modeled a little bit after it. But um, yeah, it was really cool just being able to walk through that before that, he moved to the big city and started handling a bit uh, a building. That's right. Mr. Toad had to get out of there. (laughs) That is exactly right. Before he becomes a a slum lord, Um, (laughs) so we uh, so we did that, and then later on, we're on we're over in Tomorrowland, and you know those little people movers. It's just a nice little cruise thing around Tomorrowland. Piper was looking around. Space Mountain's shut down too, and we happened to be going through it right at you know right when it shut down. So all the lights were on for Space Mountain. You could see the entire roller coaster wow. and there's a cast member that's like climbing a ladder to get up to these people that are stuck up there oh, <laughs> oh my it gosh was, it was awesome it was so that's great why, that's why i love disney man disney i love the way they flip everything because it's six flags that have been like oh yeah this crap broke so <laughs> so uh you're gonna have to jump we'll, jump off <laughs> we'll get up there in a minute yeah no they were all <laughs> over it uh, like at, with every breakdown they were all over it and then we we walk out of uh, Winnie the Pooh and they gave us three free fast passes. Boom. Just like that. That's awesome. So it's been, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> when Space Mountain went down, were they like, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah, they should have. <laughs> I'm sure they, and they, with every attraction, they always, whatever the circumstance it is, it's always thematic. So if there is an incident, like with Winnie the Pooh, there's a honey spill. If it was a pirate's thing, it probably would have been Captain Jack did blah, blah, blah. Um, right. Captain you know. Jack got drunk again. <laughs> so it was just sorry, kids. It was just really, really, really cool to see like that side of it. So yeah, man, we're having a good time. I have uh, clearly, I have gotten zero gaming in. I almost, almost took a picture. A little kid yesterday. I didn't want to be creepy, so I didn't say it. A little kid had an I Heart Minecraft and all bit. Uh, bit letters. I was like, dude, you are the coolest kid ever. Even though I don't understand your game, it is the coolest shirt ever. (laughs) So I almost tapped him and said, dude, you're awesome. But I thought that was creepy, and then his dad might beat me up, so I didn't want to do that. Exactly, yeah. So that's the Router family. Love and life. We've got another day, uh, day and a half, and then then we come back. I love that place so much. It's good. It's fun stuff. We stayed where you're staying last year. Yeah. And I mean, especially, I think, because Piper and Amara went like five months apart. Yep, and so yep. just being able to like put Amara in the stroller and just walk her around the boardwalk and having that area. And there's entertainers that kind of come up. Come oh, out it's great. And jugglers. And there's that pizza place right there. The ESPN zone is right there. And then Epcot is like right next door. You just oh, walk yeah. to Epcot. It's when incredible. we When we checked in like an hour later, we just walked over to Epcot and we had dinner in Morocco. It was awesome. You know, it's oh. just like. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is just so much fun. And we, 
Did you ever do the Surrey cart, Gabe, when you were here? Like just the little bikes that the quad bikes that go around the, the boardwalk? Oh, uh-uh. Okay. Well, just to warn you, there are two hills, and I almost passed out <laughs> because you go – and they, they warn you about them. They're like – so there's a, a one little – there's like a little climb uh, as you go over to Epcot, but you can't go into Epcot, of course. You have to, like, stay around their loop. But when you get over toward the Swan and Dolphin, it's like a freaking mountain climb, man. <laughs> Lauren and I – Lauren and I are like, go, push, push faster. Like, our legs are burning and shaking, and, like, fortunately, we, we ate after we went on the Surrey cart, and oh. we're just like – Lauren's like, get me water get me water we were dying <laughs> we did it twice we like did the loop twice i don't know why i guess we just want to like torture. kill ourselves yeah we want to torture ourselves but it was hilarious we were just like come on we can do it one more time let's do it <laughs> you're like i wonder if you die at disney if you go straight to heaven <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and, and tinkerbell like guides you along with her pixie yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so awesome. awesome yeah so that's that's the router clan going on right now so hall I can't imagine that your weekend is as good as Router's. Well, it could be for not being able to game that much. I think I had a lot of stuff going on. Nice. Um, so on Friday, I started playing some Arkham City nice. because oh, everybody's into in. Arkham Origins. So I, I was like, you know, had you played City before? No, I hadn't. Oh. I played. I played oh. Asylum, and it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I started playing Arkham City, though, and I got to the, there's, I, I think if you have the Game of the Year edition or if you bought the original one new, you get to play as Catwoman. Yeah. Mm. That is way more fun than playing as Batman. Yeah. No way. I hear it's, yeah. I hear it's really Seriously. good. I saw some good gameplay with it. It was, it was really cool. Like, I did the, I guess they just, like, uh, intersplice some Catwoman levels within the Batman levels. Yeah. Like, I'm probably three hours into it or something. And I was like, man, this is so much fun. Like, why can't I just play a Catwoman game? You know, oh, really? Something like that. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you like it. I know a lot so. of people love uh, love playing Catwoman, too. So that's that's really cool. I'm Man, I'm so happy you're doing Arkham City. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I, from what I've heard, like, Arkham City is better anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it was like the holidays kind of bring me around to that kind of game. And Batman is a fun game to play during the holidays. So, why do you think that is? I don't know. It's Bat cold and snowy, and you get it to will, beat people like, up. Batman movies are always like <laughs> holiday movies. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So, it's like, like you think about Batman Returns when they were like, like that movie took place in winter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like ever since then, it's just felt like a holiday thing, I guess. I think I, just about all of them have taken place somewhere around there, I thought. Know what you should start doing when you're playing it? What? See if Krista looks over at you just as you're playing. Just be like, That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, I loved that song so much. I am not so that talented. Much. Oh, you could do it. It doesn't even have to be on the note. That'll be that's what would be hilarious about it. Uh, that'd be <laughs> Maybe so she won't funny. know what you're what you're saying. You're like body you know. She's uh, like, why are you scatting while you're playing? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Batman? So, Hall, are, are you doing? Uh, are you uh, obsessive like I am and doing all the Riddler trophies too? Nope, I'm doing absolutely none of that stuff. <laughs> 
and I won't. I love, I love Hall's style. It's just like, yep, we're just going to plow through this and keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in that stuff. <laughs> Dude, people live for that stuff, man. They love the really? Riddler trophies. And here's Hall. Here's oh, Hall. Shoot. Just yeah, screw it. I'm just going through everything. <laughs> That's so great. They're even they're even within my reach. Like I'll pass one up and I'll just be, I'll just keep going. I'm just like whatever, dude. That's amazing. Oh, that's so great. Uh, I don't know. Hall, I love your style of play, Hall. It's just that like, yep, we're just gonna power really through funny. this. Oh god, I'm the. Oh. I like the power through. Oh, oh that's man. great. Then don't play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. He's not gonna get treasure trophies or anything. He's just gonna go right through it. That's right. It'll oh. take him an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here these developers playing out this great, long, like, this huge open world game, and here's all, boom, straight through in an hour. Yeah, they need to have the edition with none of that stuff, and it's like 20 bucks less. I'll take that. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh so man, good. that is I'm funny. glad you're loving that game, though. That's awesome. Are you yeah, still, it's a uh, lot of fun. Are you still I, well, I wanted to pick up something and play till Ghost came in. So There you go. Are you, uh, I pre-ordered still, it on Amazon, so it'll take a little bit. Are you still draining your iPad battery with uh, XCOM? A little bit, but not near as much. I, I want to get back into some console games. So nice. Before did, before Call of Duty comes. So did you try the update on the mini? They uh I they had said they up they put XCOM back on sale, and I think it was because of the mini's problem. It and could. so oh, they, really? they launched the, uh, an update, and uh, yeah, did a you lot get of people are saying it fixed it. I haven't gotten it yet, but I hope it fixes that problem because it was really annoying. Yeah. Yeah, somebody on the forums was telling us that uh, <clears throat> they played it for like two hours straight, and it maybe crashed at the beginning and crashed at the end. Oh, because wow. Playing that game makes me wish I hadn't played it before. So I haven't so played it fun, yet. Though. I know I haven't played it yet, and I'm really nervous. That's why I may want to get all these other games out of the way first, because I'm I know if if it's everything like you guys have said, I'm gonna just get obsessed with it. Wait till you have a dry spell so you can play it. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. When I played it, actually, I think I was on a like I was on a Christmas vacation, so I started my new job around like the beginning of December. And they said, oh, we shut down from the 26th to the 31st, so, you know, there's a vacation for you. And I was like, sweet. So I, I think I played XCOM during that entire time. Nice. I can't remember exactly. That's awesome. But also, I got to meet up with Patillo over the weekend. What up, Jack? Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> went down to Best Buy to use this little mystery coupon thing they sent me. Oh yeah, I got that too. What did you, did you win the three thousand dollars or whatever it was? No, I, I think a lot, I was looking on some forums and people were like, "Oh, this code's five bucks because almost everybody got it." So ah, jeez. Ah. But um, yeah, I couldn't even use it. So here's the thing: you can go to almost any store and they can scan your phone when you have a coupon. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can go to the number one technology store. And they cannot scan your phone. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, you have to that's print ridiculous. it out, don't you? They want yeah, you to you print, it, to out print bring it. it out and bring it. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. Is ridiculous. You're like, I'm they could you. scan my phone fine over at Circuit City. That's Y'all right. are doing something wrong up in hell. That's yeah, right. Circuit City. They went to Disney and died, so they went to heaven. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so, what did you mean you couldn't even use it? You said you couldn't even use it. Does that mean you couldn't use the $5? Yeah, they were like, uh, we can't scan your phone. 
I was like, oh, that's can you so type stupid. the number in? They're like, no. We yeah, we don't have the ability. Like, what can you do? <laughs> Stand there and say we can't do that. Yeah, that's exactly. pretty much what they can do. That's annoying. That was that sucks. pretty ridiculous. So I, I I only the only reason I have a printer anymore is to print out coupons from stores that can't scan them. <laughs> and they're usually from tech stores too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Joanne's has no problem with my wife's phone. Yeah, Shoot, I, everywhere I, I go, they scan my my phone. I go to get my oil change and they scan a coupon for crying out loud. Come on now. <laughs> get, it, get it together, Best Buy. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, oh, that's really funny. That's awesome. But yeah, oh, man. that's my weekend. Playing some retro stuff, but we, we we started actually I want to mention this real quick. I started a couple of new sections on the forum. So we got an Xbox Live Gold Club, a retro club, and then we've got a little movies and TV thing. I oh, noticed awesome. that a lot of people were posting about TV shows and movies, so I made a little sub-forum for it. If you haven't joined us at the forum yet, go sign up and hang out with us. Yeah. I mean, we're hanging out on there. R- R- Router Router finally got on there. I posted three <laughs> posts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, we're having a lot of fun over at the forum. If you have some suggestions, just come over and talk to us. Yeah. It's been awesome. All right, Mr. Patillo, talk to us about your weekend. Um... It's been You're getting good. ready to go out on the road, aren't you? I am getting ready to go on the road. A lot of people were wondering, I think even one of our questions for this week was like, why are you guys recording so early? Well, I'm leaving tonight to go to, I have no idea even, North Carolina? <laughs> you don't even know where you're going next. <laughs> I, yet. No, I, oh, I just go to the long, bus. <laughs> it's going to be a long tour, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I get on the bus tonight and Router doesn't get home till tomorrow night. And yeah. so I don't know what kind of internet I'm going to be having and router won't be home tomorrow morning. I won't be home tomorrow morning. So we were like, you know what? Let's do it on Tuesday morning. We've been going 60 weeks strong. Why jack it up now? Gabe, you and, forgot to mention my reason for recording early. Um, Cause you're up at six now. I work nine to five. <laughs> my, my reason is not as exciting as your guys. <laughs> <laughs> you go to a you go to a job. Yeah, I go to a job. <laughs> you come home, <laughs> you get up, and you go to a job again. <laughs> that's right, exactly. That's how it rolls. Um, Huntington, West Virginia. That's where there we're it going. is. Um, the Big Apple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Big Apple of West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> um, You're gonna go to the show tonight. We are so excited to see you guys. I didn't know I'd be here till today, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so anyway, all our schedules just kind of lined up. We were like, all right, Tuesday morning. And uh, it's been good. Beat Hotline Miami, kind of. There's there's like a faux ending to Hotline Miami where like you play through the story, you get to the credits, and it's like, is it over? And I was like, ah, okay. So I let it play out. You start up really another game which tells a pre-version of the story. You beat that, and then it's like, is it over, really? Oh, nice. Like, okay. And then there's a secret, like, extra level. I accidentally hit one of the buttons, and so it skipped the credits, which I never skipped the credits. But yeah, with, it being a, with it being a handheld, I think I just moved and pressed a button on accident, and it skipped it. So I actually didn't watch the credits to the next level, but then you could choose the next level after. There's, like, a bonus and another level. So I played those two um, 
afterwards. So, but so thoughts because a lot of people love that game, and that was like a creeper game for last year too. Like a yeah, like you it, know, it's, you know what's crazy is I went back and looked at some of the reviews, and people were like, "Oh, the most amazing such and such," and I, I mean, it's dope and all, but uh, you know, it's dope. But right. I, I, I don't, I didn't get the thing. But maybe I need to like have it explained to me. It might have gone over my head because the story is like real weird. And maybe so, there's like a third ending that you haven't seen yet or something. No, no ending would have made up for all the <laughs> weirdness of the game. Um, but it's a really fun game. It's really addicting. Uh, as you know, it's the old school graphics, top down. Looks like you know GTA One. Um, back when you were polite to strippers, please get out of your car. I'm just kidding. You were still throwing people out of the car in GTA one, but, um, the, uh, so it's, it's cool. It's, you know, it's, I, I liked it. I mean, I beat it. I played it long enough for that. It, it interrupted my Ico playing, which I still haven't beat. Um, just cause that game is so quiet and yeah, slow. You, I was going to say, you mean your, your nap, <laughs> <laughs> my nap time, time game, <laughs> your nap time. Um, so anyway, I liked it. Um, I'm trying to think what else went on this weekend. Not too much. We're building a sliding door in our house, um, just as a little kids and wives section. They um, like so our master be- bathroom off of our master bedroom had like these two swinging doors that would swing towards you if you were in the in the um, bedroom. And we were like, these are stupid. They take up all kind of room. We don't know why there's two swinging doors here. Um let's take them off. And so we took them off. We took the, what do you call it off the door thing around it? Be the hinges in the door frame, the door frame. Yes. The hinges in the nice, frame. Nice. Took it down, uh, re drywalled there puttied, which is the worst thing ever. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I've had to do that. I had that no sucks. idea. And so that's awful. And, and then we we painted a door. We got this track and these hinges from, uh, tractor supply not really from there I got them online but it's the easiest way to explain uh, and then so we're going to put this door up on a sliding thing kind of like a barn door and that's going to be our entrance into our bathroom now is it a pocket door no we thought about doing a pocket door but I'm not that brave yeah yeah that would be that wall. would be a contractor thing yeah, yeah so it's kind of like a pocket door just on the outside it's yeah, more it's like a, a barn door. They can be a little tricky too, because if they can get off track, and then you're like, "Oh crap, you're stuck." Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So, anyway, that's cool. You got a little honeydew list going on before you leave. Exactly. <laughs> Here exactly. you're talking so. about a sliding door, and I was thinking you were like making a vocal booth or something. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am. I actually cleared out a closet, and I've got this this comforter that I'm gonna staple to the inside of the. Um, closet and make a little vocal uh, makeshift vocal booth in here that's awesome hmm. that's serious yeah get you some bass traps up in there you know what i'm saying because mm. i got a lot of that bass <laughs> 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 um so anyway let's move on router's got some uh some things going on T- tell us about it right churn New releases this week, November 3rd. Paul, your dreams have all come true. Call of Duty Ghosts, available now. Mm. All, all consoles, 
everybody go and start shooting one another. It's yeah, be reach fun. out and stab someone. <laughs> <laughs> reach out and melee somebody. <laughs> That's awesome. You yeah, know what's funny called- is I didn't even decide to get that game until like this weekend. I saw something about it and I was like, oh yeah. Bought. Oh yeah, Ghost is out. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the perfect game for you, Hall, because there's no no BS side missions or anything like that. Well, there nope. probably there there may be. It's just straight up. Let's just go shoot people and get to the next thing. That's mm-hmm. so your style. Hey, I, love I it. like going straight down the path, man. Yeah, good. You're a good man. Okay, uh, so that's that's the major release uh, this week. We also have uh, Ben 10 Omniverse 2 for the PS3, Wii U, 3DS, and uh, Wii and Xbox 360. Castlevania Lords of Shadow Collection comes out for the Xbox and PS3. Mm. Uh, Moshi Monsters Katsuma Unleashed for the 3DS and DS. I'm sure that'll be number one next week because it's a 3DS game. (laughs) (laughs) Automatic first. Uh, Power Rangers Mega Force for the 3DS. That will probably be number one. That is still around. I know. That's what I was about to say. It's crazy. Those guys got to be like 50. You know, it's funny. I went to a, you know, every every now and then on the road, I'll sneak into a, a... mini comic-con like if we're in a arena that's having a comic book convention usually because we're so cool with the security by that point in the day they'll let us into the comic book conventions and so we went into one where the black power ranger who i think was actually black was there and all the original power rangers were there signing autographs wow i was like oh my gosh you guys look like uncles and aunts of people that's awesome (laughs) that's nuts all right, well, I got another one for you. Get out your workout pants. Zumba Fitness World Party comes out for the Wii U. Let's Boom, do this. Boom, baby. Let's do this. And then Let's um, sweat. For the PSN and Xbox Live Arcade, Final Exam comes out this week as well. <laughs> what? There, there you have it. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't even know what it is either, but it was it was up there for the for the PSN and Xbox Live Arcade. So That couldn't have a worse name for kids. Yeah, yeah Final I Exam. Know. That just screams. That just screams. Get me out of here. Uh, <laughs> anything that reminds kids of school. Why would you do that? <laughs> yep. 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 So that's it for new releases. Let's get into top selling games for the week ending October twenty sixth. Here we go. Number ten. The debut. Lego. Lego Marvel superheroes. Really that far down hmm. for the Wii U. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Oh, for the Wii U. Um, yeah, that was for the Wii U. Oh. Um, hold your hold on to your hats. Number nine and number eight, NBA 2K14. Uh, mm. Number nine was the PS3 version. Number eight was the Xbox 360. Of course, version. of course. Number seven, Lego Marvel Super Heroes for the PS3. Oh, there we go. That's making mm. more sense. And number six, Lego Marvel Super Heroes for the Xbox 360. Huh. Number five, GTA 5 for the Ooh. PS3. Hmm. We are. Certainly turning things up a bit. Number four, GTA 5 for Xbox 360. <clears throat> Number three, PS3 version, Arkham Origins. Ooh. Hey, I said it right. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> did. It's yeah. a Christmas miracle. It's because you're at Disneyland. I mean, Disneyland. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do it again. Number two, Batman, Arkham Origins for the Ooh, Xbox 360. Twice <laughs> in a row. <laughs> two in a row. I'm killing it. That bird it. in the so, background is loving it, man. That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, the number one. For the third week in a row. Shut up. Pokey freaking Mon XY. <laughs> Go and For the get it. 3DS. I love another, that. Did another almost 400,000 units. Third week at uh, number one. Two point, almost 2.5 million units sold already. 3DS back on top. Got to catch <clears> them <throat> all, baby. Got to catch them all. That is insane. <laughs> Got to so, catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon. So, <laughs> 
There you Dude, have it, folks. That's held off Batman, because that's Batman's first week on the charts. Yes, it is. And then uh, next week, the next week will be uh, AC4, so I'll be curious. I, Arkham Orange has got some mixed reviews, so that could have held back the sales a bit. I mm. thought I heard you say oranges. I almost got excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Arkham Cantaloupe, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's why I posted on the forum because if people are playing it, I haven't picked that game up yet because I'm I'm playing AC4 now. But I'm really curious what people think, and I've heard mixed reviews too. So it's well, it's kind of interesting. You know, it's funny. I feel like I've heard mixed reviews, but the only thing that I've const- like continuously heard from everybody was that it's only bad because one and two were so good because Arkham hmm. Asylum and Arkham City were so good. Yeah. And everybody said, most everybody, it feels like, has said, if this one would have came out first, we wouldn't be complaining. Yeah. But probably. because we've had such a great experience with the other two, well, that's why this one feels weak. Has the conversation also been about uh, who is what Montreal did this game? They yeah, somebody yeah, different, it was a different did this developer. one than the other yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, it was a different developer, different voice character yep. too so yeah it's i think a lot of people are kind of focused on that that's where a lot of, i've i've seen a lot of discussion too it's like oh it's not as good or whatever but hey it is what it is i would not yeah. want to be those developers so i was like hey by the way you're going to do the next batman game exactly we're like exactly. Uh, that's a lot of pressure right <laughs> um great hall do you want to do like two orders of business on the news and then get into this interview no let, let's go ahead and jump into this interview Oh, snap. You ain't scared. No, I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy, I just let me set it up for just a second. Gavin Hammond, for those that, you know, obviously you're probably not going to know his name, but he's a, a voiceover artist. He is, you've heard him before. He was a Kenny on the Walking Dead games, and he's also a grip of other people <laughs> like <laughs> when i was like you know doing my homework to talk to him and stuff like that i was like all right i was like let me go see how many things he's been on uh a bunch so i'm gonna just run down and not all of these are main characters but we don't talk about it in the interview um the wolf among us sim city tomb raider walking dead hitman absolution obviously is uh uh walking dead sorry it's on here twice uh halo 4 Gideon, Law and Order Legacies, Backstab HD, Avatar the Game, Tales of Monkey Island Chapter 4, League of Legends, Infamous, The Godfather 2, Sonic and the Black Knight, Lord of the Rings Conquest, Godfather 2 Crime Rings, uh, A Vampire Story, Iron Man, Command and Conquer. I mean, anyway, the list goes on and on and on. Good I, Lord, that's, that's a lot. That's not even halfway through the games that he's uh, been a part of, but Anyway, the guy is awesome. Uh, just for sitting down and talking to him, we are, we are greatly appreciative to him. So, without further ado, let's get this thing cracking. So, we got Gavin Hammond on the program. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Thank you so much for being with us on Married to the Games. Oh, Gabe, it's my pleasure. I mean, I remember, like I like I said when we were kind of talking via email, I re- just kind of met you in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and it just 
the the name of the blog really kind of resonated with me because you know I've got two kids, I'm married, and there I just go. love the idea of it. So you know, it just Dude, stuck with me. That is awesome. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we were mem- memorable. I guess memorable, very much yes. so. Um, so you, I can't complain. So I do music for a living. Our oh wow, listen, our, our listeners play? know that I do music. I actually sing. Oh, nice. and but they I play drums. Oh, do you? I do. I See? used to. I used to play drums. I, I used to do it I, professionally enough. I mean, I toured around the world and whatnot in the '90s with a band called no Dance way. Hall Crashers. Scott no band. way. Way. That's and then incredible. I, the band sort of dissolved, and we stopped doing stuff. And I didn't want to get a job, so I. <laughs> but you, you didn't know, want to stop eating. I did not want to stop eating. So right. I, I I was actually working in construction and heard um, this is a good segue into maybe the first question. But I love uh, it. I heard um, a woman named Samantha Paris who had a voiceover academy called Voice Tracks in mm-hmm. Sausalito, California. Oh, I love Sausalito. Oh, it's a nice town. And um, oh my gosh, and I, I used just, to live in Mill Valley. Oh, right on. So I right love Mill Valley there. too. I couldn't yeah. afford to live in Mill Valley. Well, maybe I could now. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. now you can. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I heard her and uh, just kind of never really, I always loved listening to, you know, the radio and I loved watching cartoons and The Simpsons. I grew up on Looney Tunes and Hanna-Barbera. So for me, it was, I didn't really ever think people did that or it never occurred to me that you could <laughs> right. learn to do that. I thought yeah. it was actors who did funny voices. And so... I started taking classes there in uh, the late 1990s um, when yeah. the band stopped. And um, and I just really, I, I don't know, I really loved it. And I got better at it and started to work and and got busy, you know. And it's uh, it's just, it's the best job around. If you can if you can find work, it is so much fun to just right. that's what be I was gonna whatever. Say. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. You've got the, and I, why I stopped to say I was in music, because it's hard for me to say it, but you really have one of the best jobs ever. Yeah. I mean, music's really good too, but I mean, I don't have to move any gear. I don't have to set anything right. up. I don't yeah. have to travel so much. I mean, mm-hmm. I loved being in a band. It was cool, but it's not fun to be, you know, in the same city, you know, especially if it's a city you don't like, which I'm not going to like <laughs> call any city out <laughs> yeah, just because sure. I don't want to make anybody mad. <laughs> but, you know, to be in the same city like five times in the same year and be in the same mm-hmm. hotel and you're like... I hate this place. Nothing is open on Sunday. <laughs> I wish I was nothing home. to do. Yeah. There's no nothing to eat, you know, and it's nobody, you know, this, even if you're if your shows are doing well, it's like it's great for that hour and a half for 3 hours right. or whatever that you're oh, working. Yeah. But the rest of the time you got to find something to do and yeah. it can be a bum out, you know, where yeah, voiceover really voiceover you can work for you know, like if you're working for four hours in a day, you know, that's a lot. You know, we're like, oh, right. man, I had, to, I had to talk for like an hour and a half today. It was hard. And you're just coming from work. I am just coming from a, from a game session that went slightly long. Sorry. Hey, that's all right. I, you know, I, I remember being able to watch um, when I first met Ga- uh, Gavin. He was with uh, Dave Fenoy, right? I was with Dave Fenoy. There was a lost weekend with Dave Fenoy, which was yes, pretty awesome. Exactly. And uh, Dave Fenoy was the voice of Lee on The yep. Walking Dead uh, season one. I and played his pseudo best friend or arch enemy, Kenny. Exactly. You played Kenny, and it was awesome to watch you guys. And one of the things I remember Dave saying when people were asking you guys questions is as a voiceover person, you never turn down work. No, you can't. Barely. You really can't. I mean, sometimes it comes up, you know, and I mean, it'll only be in a circumstance where it's like, I know 
that client or I know that mm-hmm. producer mm-hmm. and I don't like them or they're a pain to work with. And maybe <laughs> yeah. you might do that. You know, I've had situations where I've kind of asked my agent, like, has anybody ever opted out of this guy and just kind of said, <laughs> I don't want to go to I don't want to yeah. go and work with them anymore. But sure. even so, you still go. You know, I mean, you, it's. You kind of complain about it, and the only people we can really ever complain to are other voice actors, you know, because everybody else is like, dude, I hate my boss, and I'm there for nine hours a day. And it's like, yeah, but I had to be there for an hour, and he was only barely (laughs) civil. Yeah. You know? (laughs) I totally get it. uh, It is something we can't turn down work. And, I mean, it's something, too, where you can have political views and whatnot, but it's like, I mean— if someone wants me to say something that I don't necessarily agree with, it's like, I'm an actor. I pretend to be yeah. things, and oh, I yeah, sure. pretend by saying it. So it's like, you know, there's certain causes where I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to really betray who I am and, you know, what, what. But, I mean, for the most part, you just have to kind of detach yourself from whatever it is and still and take their money, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're there for. I, that's what I'm there for. I'm there to make their brand sound good or whatever. Yeah. So when you first got into voice acting in the late 90s, um, what were some of the first things you did? Um, The first job I ever had was for like an auto body repair shop um, up here in uh, Northern California. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of those classic kind of, you know, baseline with brushes, you know, and if you damage your car, that sort of thing that was very (laughs) straight, you know, white guy kind of thing. And then slowly I started doing video game stuff because I had always really wanted to do characters because I was way more comfortable pretending to be, you know, Scottish than actually being whoever I am. Sure. So for me, it was it was always easier to try to do character work. And I always really wanted to do that. But I sound like this and I sound like a lot of announcers on on radio and TV Mm -hmm. and those are some of the opportunities that I get. You know, most of the opportunities I get are using my own voice. Right. Although, well, that's not really true anymore because I had one major toy gig that is anything but what I sound like. I but, know. Um, Do you want to go ahead and say what it is? Because I'll, I'll, I'll say it regardless. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to. Oh, are you not allowed to? I have. And it's pretty obvious. But I, I did the voice for. Wait, for, don't say it. I'm just kidding. I just did. <laughs> I'm just saying it. I don't know that I'm supposed to say it. I had like a, you know, one of the, like a, the guy when I did the, I did the localization for it too, which means I was the, I'm the toy in like 13 languages worldwide. Yes. Although my friend Melissa is also some of those voices too now for the, the current version internationally that's coming out. Mm. But, um, who's Clementine? Oh, but, uh, yes. Clementine is also kind of Furby. She's a little bit of Furby. But uh, I remember the Japanese, like the Japanese guy came out and he was like, has anyone, have you told people that you would do this voice? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, nobody ever told me not to. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah. But nobody's ever said anything, you know, to me. Right. That, and I shouldn't say it, but it probably contractually says that I can't. I'm just not allowed to do any of the voices, but I can't do any of the voices that we do for anything anyway. Sure, exactly. No, I've, People I be like, that. can you do my voicemail? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, totally, I can. Yeah, you're like, you know, hey, this is Gavin Hammond, and you're, this is Bob's voicemail. 
Well, I know. I mean, I have friends that, that do it and don't worry about it, you know, because if it's just like a personal thing for just somebody else, I mean, you can't like do it as broadcast. You mm-hmm. can't like do something where it may end up somewhere. Yeah. And like certain, you know, we've had certain companies like send us letters that say cease and desist and never, ever do that again. Oh, wow. You know? But it doesn't come up too often. Usually, usually people are cool with you kind of promoting whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, the thing. Just depends. Yeah. So. I remember calling um, <clears throat> one of my buddies works at a place called Sucker Punch um, mm. in Seattle. They did the Infamous games, which I, yep. you were in Infamous. I'm in. I am. I'm in Infamous. I'm like, you know, random guy. What were you right. doing? It, that sort of thing. You know, it's funny. While I was there, I was like, dude, one of my dreams is to be that guy. That's like, oh, yeah. that when you're the main character and you're walking, you pass some people on the street and the guy's like, man, it sure is cold out here. Like, I just want to be that guy. <laughs> oh, those are easy to get, man. I, I want to be good. that dude. Well, I mean, relatively, but yeah, those are, it's the main guy that, that those are the real. I don't even want to be the main guy. Please don't you know, let me be the main guy. It's fun to just guy. be that guy. I be that yeah. guy that's complaining about being hungry or random, the price of yeah, gas. Yeah, random hobo, you know, <laughs> thug 26A. Are you going to eat that? Yeah. Those are fun. <laughs> exactly. That's who I, do they let you? And I'm, I have all these questions planned out, but it's just too much fun to talk to you. So I'm just oh, asking yeah, no. you about random stuff. Is it? Yeah. Those guys, do they have what they want you to say? Are they like, just say some stuff a hobo would say? It just depends. Sometimes, sometimes like it, it depends. It, it really kind of, it's a sort of a testament to the producer and how comfortable, how comfortable they are with what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like a good director will just be like, it doesn't matter. You just have to get the point across. It doesn't matter. The words are not important. Just say it. But right. I mean, they have to have a good relationship with the writers and the producers have to be comfortable enough to just be like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, we'll do whatever. You know, right. I mean, Telltale is that way where it'll be like, you know, it, it, it depends. Certain writers are more particular than others because I always, especially if I'm doing, you know, a character or a character voice, I'll try to like, you know make it more authentic. I mean, whatever I think authentic is, but try to do something that is a little bit improvised. And some writers are just like, yeah, that's great. Just do anything that you think. As long as you're getting the line out, it's fine because it's just the performance and not whatever I wrote. But it depends. And some people really don't want that. Can you say it the way that I wrote it? (laughs) (laughs) Some people are very strict with what they, you know, being in Nashville and you know, Music City, USA, you know, you run into a lot of writers and you, you're in a lot of sessions and you hear people sure. singing a certain way. And the writers sometimes are so they hold on to that pen so hard that they're like, no, no, no. I want you to kind of, you know, f- say this, you know, when it comes down to ands and so's and I'ms or I am, you know, and sometimes yeah. it makes sense. You know, you don't want to say so instead of saying but because obviously it changes the meaning. But sometimes but it's, it's just funny to watch writers you know, it, it, it's it's somewhat I mean, I, I think it impedes performance because it's kind exactly. of like if you want me to perform it, I'm happy to. And I'm going to like I'm going to tweak it and do stuff that I think is more natural. I mean, in a game situation, you're usually delivering two or three takes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I'll do that's the way it's written. And I'll do another one that's like I'm going to say his self instead of himself just because I think it sounds cooler or something right. like that. Or it speaks to the but, character. Yeah, but it totally depends I always try to cover those bases, and then I don't know what they're going to use. Mm-hmm. They may just use the one that's exactly the way they wrote it. Mm-hmm. But it's when you're, I think when you're stepping too much on whatever the other person's doing, it's going to impede performance. Sure. So that makes sense. And I mean, it is what it is. Okay. So do you play games yourself? Oh, yeah. I, I have had 
When I was four, we got a 2600. Boom. And I've had game systems in the house, multiple systems since. So I play games. I don't generally play games that I work on because I really don't enjoy hearing me. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did play A Wolf Among Us. I played the first episode of that, and I'm uh, three or four guys in that. Yeah, you are. And and then, uh, well, I, you know, it's like when Beauty, and not to spoil it for anybody, but, uh, you know, Beauty says, don't tell Beast. And I'm like, yeah, not a problem. So then, like, you know, Beast comes up, and he's like, hey, have you seen her? And I'm like, no, sorry, just don't <laughs> want to hear you. But uh, And I didn't mind hearing, because I also play D. And I also play the mirror. And mm-hmm. I kind of like the way, because they processed my voice a little bit for the mirror. Sure. And I like the way that came out. And, and a D was okay. Um, I think there'll probably be better D stuff, Later. you know, in the pike. But, uh, you know, it's it was still a great game and really cool looking and fun to play and a good story. And I love everybody else in it. I just have a hard time listening to myself. Sure. And we we... we think that game is incredible. I mean, we can't wait. You know, obviously The Walking Dead set it up for Telltale to, you know, you could tell them where the money is being spent and it's it feels like it's being spent in all the right places. Did you did you not play The Walking Dead then? I only played the so I played the first episode kind of right around until you get to Herschel's farm. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what it was that made me stop playing right there, but that was uh, that's when Kenny shows up. Yeah, and it's like, oh, <laughs> I was about that's to say that. Yeah. Really? But I did, I did play the third episode, but that was at Telltale. Okay. Um, I played the second episode at the director's house because he had a party and we all <laughs> and went over and played. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, yeah. And I was the only guy with like admitted Xbox controller experience. So they're oh, just like, here we go. Jeez. Yeah, and it was horrible. But uh, the game was great, but, you know, being thrust into it, sort of the first thing you got to do is chop a dude's leg off. I'm like, God, this is awful. Oh. What is this? <laughs> I want no part of this. <laughs> but, and then I, I, I did play the third one um, at Telltale for their Twitch channel, and I've watched playthroughs of pretty much the rest. But yeah, yeah. I didn't play it myself. I got you. Just because it's not fun. Yeah. It just pulls me right out of it. I, I, I hear me and go, oh, God. It just yeah. pulls me out of the... I can't detach from the reality of I know that, that that's I you. said it like that. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I, w- I was wondering, because being a performer, when I watch um, someone performing on television and something goes wrong with their tracks, I cringe... And I can't sure. barely watch it. Are you the same way with games like that you're not in? So can you still enjoy, fully enjoy voice acting? Oh, yeah. In yeah, another I mean, game? and if I don't enjoy it, I can skip it, you know, but yeah. I have a huge appreciation for good performance, you know, and I mean, just like, yeah, for example, just like the Borderlands game, the first one, oh, the second yeah. one's great too, but the first one, I was just like, oh my God. God, all of these performances are so good and all these Southern accents are so good. (laughs) And so, you know, they're probably the dudes from Texas, but, you know, just playing through it. And I'm like, I loved Claptrap Mm -hmm. and Claptrap's just, you know, like he works there. You know, I mean, he's one of the one of the bigwigs. And it, it was just something that I was like, this is so cool. And I can really appreciate good performance. I get a little tired of you know, really heavy-handed performances, but I can totally appreciate people that do it well. You know, Troy Baker and Nolan North and right. Jennifer Hale. And I mean, I hear those guys and I'm like, yeah, that's 
this is that I want this gig. I wanted that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, I hear that and it's just like I'm I'm on board. I'm in the game. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know? And that's why I was wondering, too, um, with you saying you don't play the games that you're in because it draws you out of it. The Walking Dead seemed to be like such a good game that maybe you could overlook it, but maybe you're just in it too much. eh? Yeah, I don't know. It was difficult for me. Just I started it and I was enjoying it a lot. And I was like, oh, man, this is really good. And then I just got there and stopped and never really Picked went it back. back. Yeah, I still fine. have it. And I mean, that it was it was easy for me, easy enough for me to attach and enjoy aspects of Wolf, you know, that I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't really mind that I'm in it. You know, it's nice that I'm in it. But, you know, I'm kind of like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, I'll get sure. through it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Because so many of my friends are in it, and so it's kind of like, wow, he's really good. So. <laughs> yeah. And like, like Kid Beyond does, because Kid Beyond plays Grendel, and I, I know him, and so I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to tear his arm off. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going to tear his arm off. <laughs> but I love, I love. That's uh, so funny. Andrew oh, Chaykin. Uh, that's so great. I love that. Um, what about bad voice acting? Can you play through bad voice acting? Because I've found that I can't listen through bad singing anymore. I can still get through it. You know, if, if the game is good enough, it doesn't it doesn't bother me too much. There are, you know, there are characters in games, games that I love and I hate certain characters. And I'm just like, oh, God, stop talking. You know, but <laughs> yeah. that's not why I'm playing and I'm not playing it because it's got good VO or bad VO or whatever. You know, I'm usually playing it because it's engaging and I enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know, but like. Grand Theft Auto V has just some of the best game performances I've ever heard. Yeah, and for sure. a game of that level, I was surprised that there were very few celebrities. There were very few big name people in it. Hmm. You know, that a lot of the people that were in it, you know, are on camera actors and the performances are just so good. It's like I never doubt for a second that I'm in this world, right. you know, that I'm playing it. And then it was just so good. And it's something that's. I don't know. Even a bad performance can't over, you know, it can't really sully the game for me too much. Sure. You know, because okay. it's, I'm not playing it for the VO. I got you. I grew up playing games that had none. They just had the weird, you know, Noises. two-bit sound <laughs> yeah. effects and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of like, as voice came in, I was like, yeah, right. all right, I guess that's what we're doing now. <laughs> but it doesn't kill it for me completely. I got you. So as you moved, rewinding a little bit, as you moved from... Um, auto body commercials to starting starting to do some character stuff. Were you always good with accents? Because when I first saw you in uh, Nashville, you know, you mm. always when I'm I, I was a theater kid coming up in in high school, and so it's always very interesting to me to meet the people behind the performances. And so when you see Dave Fenoy and you play Lee, you're like, oh yeah, okay. It's, you know, it's, it's Dave Fenoy. It's like Brian with Seth MacFarlane. Like, you're pretty much talking to Brian as you're talking to Seth MacFarlane because it's not that sure. far away. Uh, sure. Dave's an older black guy. And so you're like, yeah. Um, and then you meet you and you're nothing like Kenny and you don't sound anything <laughs> no. like Kenny. No, um, I don't. I mean, I did I, a little bit. But, you know, Kenny, there's a lot of there's a lot of effect and there's a lot of Southern and whatnot in it. Yeah. And that's probably too low. I don't even know what Kenny yeah, is yeah, supposed yeah. to sound like anymore. But, um, <laughs> right. So were you always good with accents? And was that a thing before you started doing VO? Well, thanks for saying that I was good with them. I don't know. I mean, I always did them. I would walk around the house 
as a teenager, and my wife will attest to this too, even still to this day, I mm-hmm. would walk around the house speaking in accents just because mm-hmm. I would just do it. I would watch, you know, Monty Python or Train Spotting, or, you know, I'd listen to Looney Tunes or The Simpsons or something like that. And I would just try to emulate the way people talk. Sure. And I've always really kind of thought communication was cool. You know, I studied, I didn't study drama or acting. I studied linguistics just Mm. because I thought language was neat. Sure. You know, and I always just enjoyed dialects and I spent a lot of time in college and, you know, studying dialectology and studying phonology of different areas. I just always thought it was kind of cool to to do it. It's just been an interest of mine. And so to get paid to do it, you know, is, is an honor and to do it, you know, for people that are, you know, that are that, you know, that are from wherever I'm trying to, to rip them off, you know, and they'll be like, yeah, it's it's not bad. You know, (laughs) I mean, the best I ever had was I was in Scotland And for whatever reason, we're like, we're loading out of this school where we're playing. And like, I'm in there with this big, burly Scottish roadie guy getting in the elevator, just him and me. We're rolling. I was a drummer. So naturally, I'm. I'm free crew, you know, like the guitar players. Oh, dude, I'm too drunk to move my amp, you know, and I'd be like, okay, whatever. And I'm in the elevator with this guy and I said something to him and I don't remember what it was, but, you know, I would, I said something to him in a, in a bad Scottish accent and he was like, that's not bad. And I was like, hey, right on. He's like, he's not going <laughs> to, yeah. he's not going to kick my teeth in, you know? And so it's, yeah, I was grateful for that. Sure. Sure. That's so funny. Um, when did it click? When, uh, you know, you start doing it, you start getting gig here, gig there. When did it click that you're like, you know what? Heck yeah. Head first. I'm doing this whole thing. Well, well actually what happened was um, my oldest son was born in 2003. Four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was born, um, and that was kind of the time where my wife is working. You know, my wife's a scientist, and Shut she up, had good really? job and benefits. Yeah, she has good job and, or, you know, a good job, and she had health care and all that and, and stuff. And I was working in construction. I was, you know, doing books and stuff for pretty easygoing contractor. Mm-hmm. It's my dad. Nice. So I was able to kind of do flex time. So when my son was born, I'm like, I'm just going to stay at home, dad, and I'll go and I'll audition and I'll be available for stuff. And as it kind of comes and we'll just kind of deal with it. And we had really good, you know, both of my parents and both my wife's parents still live um, locally. Mm. So I still had, I had at the time, you know, a lot of sort of free childcare and opportunities where I could go to a call and my dad would meet me in San Francisco and like, you know, walk my kid around the block a few times while I auditioned something. Because back when I started, it was, you know, we were still having to go to the agency to read stuff. And if you were going to the agency three or four times a week to audition, you were doing well. That was great. You may not be working all the time, but I mean, I still had to drive to San Francisco and park and whatnot <laughs> nowadays which is a problem nowadays we itself. do it all from home i love that you say it's, park because people that well, are yeah, from san francisco not from the bay area don't get yeah, well, that that's a job within itself there's a garage really close to to my agent so that that makes it convenient nice, yeah but um no it was just something that i had to get there and it was just part of the job nowadays we can do it from home i can actually work from home I've got, you know, what I'm talking to you on now is the microphone I used to audition. So it was still something that we were able to do 
much more easily now. But at the time, it was it was a bit more difficult. Sure. And I just, you know, as my son being born, I was kind of like, okay, well, we'll give it a shot and see what happens. And I started working more and more, needing more and more childcare. And then it's, you know, the last two or three years have just been kind of silly. Yeah. You know, where I've had these long-term gigs where, you know, for... You know, for Furby, I mean, there were times where they were would check my availability for four months. Wow. Like, I guess, you know. Yeah. And that was a gig where I would really work, you know, without, you know, not not hyperbole, but, you know, I'd work 20 hours a week for three or four months, you know, and it would be a great gig. But, you know, for me, it's commuting. I would commute from, you know, up uh, in the North Bay to down to Redwood City which is about 80 miles each way. And I'd have to be there at 9, so I'd usually Ooh. leave at 6 or yeah. 6.30. It would take me two hours, two and a half hours to get there in rush hour. Gracious. But I was like, oh, man, I really didn't sign on for this. I didn't sign on for rush hour commutes <laughs> They did know I had day. a mic at the house, right? Yeah, they will, you know, usually it's video games, toys. They want all the audio in yeah. their environments mm -hmm. where they're comfortable and they know it all is. Right. You know, it's like it's easy to do it on like a, a web video or a commercial where they can drop it in, it works or it doesn't work. But you really can't with a game. You know, it's like a, even games that record in Los Angeles, it's like, okay, but I'm I'm living in San Francisco. And they're like, nope, you got to be there. They want all the audio in one place. You wow. know, it's just sure. Makes sense. sometimes the way it works for interactive projects. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm happy to do it. And they can know. keep it under lock and key, you know, I guess a little yeah. bit more. They just have control over it. They know where all the scripts are. They know where all the audio is. It's all in the same spot. All the circumstances are the same. The engineers are the same. It's all just the consistency of it. Sure. Which I totally respect. So question, uh, a lot of people might not know, <clears throat> we've talked about a little bit on the show because we've had other voice over actors or, or artists on the show before because I love it so much. So that's, of course, who I'm going to seek out because I think sure. it's so just so interesting. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, <clears throat> do you ever wish, so you guys record usually by yourselves, right? Yeah, pretty much, except for animation, um, interactive copy is almost always recorded in isolation, mm -hmm. you know, and the great story there is that like Clementine and Lee hadn't actually met until after they had recorded the third episode, <laughs> which is, so I, I never crazy. met Lee until after we wrapped, you know, it's like, I never met Lee. I knew who he was, of course, Yeah, sure. but I didn't, I'd never met him. You know, we all went out to Thai food, you know, after he recorded the last bits of episode five. And I was like, wow, hey. And he's like, Kenny. And I'm like, leave. <laughs> so it's just, it's trippy. But and, that's just the way that, that's the way most games re record. And like the director will read the line in. Although with Wolf, there's a little bit of playing the existing files in, um, especially for Adam Harrington, who's Bigby. They'll play some of the files in for him. So he kind of knows how we're playing the line and then sure. he can kind of adjust his performance but generally speaking we're i mean even then it's still isolation it's uh just that sometimes he'll get to hear the performance i, I know just because he kept sending us all these facebook messages <laughs> he's like man i'm hearing you guys and you all sound so good this game's oh, gonna be awesome that's awesome Although, adam sounds more like this i'm hearing you guys and it's just gonna be awesome <laughs> when when i remember when you guys talked you guys talked about that a little bit when i saw you in nashville about lee 
uh, or Dave, sorry, taking everybody to dinner or something like that, or organizing a dinner where, where all you guys went. And you had, yeah. said, you had said that that had never happened before. Was that really cool for you? Because Oh, was yeah, so it was different? awesome. I mean, because for me, it's like half the people in that game are friends of mine. You mm-hmm. know, so it was like I got to hang out with like eight people I know really well. The director, who I know pretty well, the engineer, who I also know pretty well. I mean, a bunch of friends, but then also people like, you know, Roger Jackson, who's huge, you know, voice actor up here and in Los Angeles. He was Mojo Jojo. He's the voice of Scream from the Scream movies. Oh, wow. He's an idol of mine. And so, you know, and now we're friends, you know, and it's just those opportunities where we get to meet guys like Roger and Dave who are just and they, of course, know each other. They're all hmm. No, good to see you again. You know, but to get to sort of associate with those guys and be part of that, be part of the group, it's so cool. Yeah. And we really do. We have a nice kind of tight-knit community up here. I don't know what it's like in Los Angeles. You know, I'm sure we're friend. you know, I'm sure voice actors are friendly with each other because really we can't complain about our jobs to our wives or husbands just because they're like... Really? Exactly. The same thing I worked with music. nine hours today. It's the same thing you know, with music. Yeah, my wife. You made eight times yeah, exactly. what I made. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my wife, I remember, called me 10 times one night um, when we were on the road, and I had just accidentally left my phone in my shoe while we were bowling, and she mm-hmm. was home with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and hey, what were you sorry. doing? <laughs> yeah. I would get in trouble sometimes for my wife because, like, if I would have, like, a job where, you know, or a day where I had three or four gigs, you know, it's like, my job's pretty easy going, you know, and it's kind of like I don't work in an appearance-oriented, you know, line of work. Right. So it's kind of like I can wear my shorts and my V-neck T-shirt, which is kind of what I wear every day, and my Nikes, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like I'll go to lunch and I'll have a Mai Tai or something like that, and I'll take a picture and show her the picture of the Mai Tai. And she's like, yeah, I've been in meetings all day, <laughs> jerk, you know. And I'm like, and you're sending me pictures of Mai Tais. And I'm like, you're like, Sorry, you can send me pictures honey. of your meetings if you'd like. Yeah, this she's like, here's meeting. a picture of the conference call I've been on, you know, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh you're right. Gosh, you're right. That's I, so funny. I need to not do that. Yeah. I, but I, I, it's great that we're, you know, we're, we're friendly up here. You know, I mean, I'm sure people are friendly down there, but, you know, we have a great community, you know, like Melissa and Owen and Nikki Rapp, who plays Lily and Adam Harrington and Eric Bra. You know, it's like we're all pals and we do regularly get together and you know, yeah, come over to my house or go to Owen's or just meet at a bar and sit around and hang out because yeah. we really like each other. We never get to see each other at work. Right. So, and it's a small community. Like, you know, the voiceover community is not this. It's not like music where you have music in New York and music in Nashville, music in L.A., music in San Francisco, music in Columbus, Ohio. Well, I don't know. I mean, there really is VO everywhere, you know, just sure. from like participating in LinkedIn discussions or something like that. You know, it's like there are communities everywhere Mm. and it's, we don't, I don't hardly know. I I know maybe five or six people in LA and a lot of those people, you know, moved from up here, you know, so it's, it's there, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely areas where I'm sure the communities are different, you know, and we don't know, I don't know anybody you know, in New York, really, that's doing VO. And it might be completely different. And I don't know what kind of work they do out there. I mean, it's it just depends. And different areas have different focuses in a way. Mm. You know, in San Francisco, we really get a bit of everything, except for animation. There's only very little animation. But there's a lot of interactive. There's a lot of toys. There's a lot of corporate videos. There's a lot of commercial and stuff like that. So you kind of have to be good 
at everything. But I don't know, you know, I, I'm sure it's it's like music, honestly, in the sense that it's different everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's maybe what's like, you can probably know people from scenes, you know, within music, you know, if you're an R&B yeah, singer, yeah, exactly. if you're like a singer in a punk band, you're going to know punk bands from Seattle or something like that because you play on the same bills, you play at the same festivals. So it doesn't seem as much in voiceover, though. Yeah. Do you ever... W- do you ever wish, kind of going back to the isolation thing and about you guys not seeing each other as much, do you ever wish that you got to do more, even if the ISO booths were across from each other and you could see each other, do you ever feel Maybe. like that would, that would help performance? Do you ever wish it, was, it wasn't so isolated? It just, it, I think it depends on what kind of work you're doing. Um, it's certainly there would be moments that would be helpful. Um, it would take a lot longer, which would, would probably drive, which would drive me crazy. Because I, I like to kind of go and get my stuff done and go. You know, it's like okay. I want to be here for as little time as possible, which clients like because I save them money, you know, by being fast and efficient and good at my job. It's funny, the, the worse you are at your job, generally, the more money you'll make in voiceover. I mean, <laughs> assuming they continue time. to hire you because it'll take you longer and you'll yeah. probably end up making more money. You'll need two sessions instead of one right. or whatever. I, I like to go and just get her done. You know, yeah. I've had sessions in L.A. where they've been like, well, this is where we've been stopping with everybody else. <laughs> I'm like, um, we have a four hour session. Yeah. And then, yeah, like we worked for like two and a half hours. It's like we got an hour and a half. We could probably knock the rest of it out. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, it's a Friday. I don't have anything to do tomorrow. It's like, why don't we just get it done? And like, oh, yeah, OK. That's you know, awesome. I ended up working three or four more sessions on that game. But uh you know, it's, I don't know. I like to just get her done. Yeah. That's my logic. Yeah. So a, but, cu- a, a couple quick questions before I, I let you get out of here, because I know you're a busy man. Oh, not so much anymore. And, and really I'm, quick, I'm I do now. have to speak. <laughs> I, I obviously don't know Gavin personally, but I do have to oh. speak really quick to your character because not sure. your character that you've played, but your character Uh-oh. in the sense of you went back and forth with me on email probably 10 or 15 emails deep and i really like at the end of the day i remember telling my wife i was like man this guy does not have to be doing this so i just wanted to publicly say man that i really appreciate as much work as you put into making this interview happen i feel that's not work i mean to me it's it's i'm honored that you want to talk to me and i'm honored that you want to hear what i have to say you know what i mean and it's like I love what I do. I respect what you do. And so for me, it's, it's, we're both kind of doing what we're doing. You're working with me and my schedule and having to cancel stuff and reschedule things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I apologize for that. None of it was just like, I'm too drunk today, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it was all legit, but I, I appreciate, you know, you being flexible about it. It's just, you know, it's, it's just treating people like people. Yeah. Know. No, I feel you. Well, I appreciate it. Okay. So real quick before I let you get out of here, what is your, uh, do you have a favorite thing you've done? Oh, huh. you might not have thought um, about it in that way, but just something that like uh, you walked away and you're like, dang it, that was really fun. Like, yeah, that was work, but like that was a, the funner side of work. Well, yeah, I mean, I really honestly, I enjoy with the exception of like medical narration, which is just some of the most brutal stuff because you got to say the names of drugs and like endorphins right. and those are tough. But um no, I really enjoy what I do. And so if for me, I get a little bit of of joy and a little bit of, you know, sorrow and, you know, just total self-loathing out of pretty much every project I work on. <laughs> but um, it's which is true, but it's yeah. sad, but true. Yeah. But um, 
I really enjoyed working. I really enjoyed working on Furby because I mean, there were times where I really could do anything I wanted to, hmm. where it was kind of like, we need a 10 second file or 10 seconds of doing something where you're changing from one personality. And so it's got to be kind of orgasmic and sort of huge and have a big crescendo to it, you know, but not too orgasmic. And it has to sort of be this long and it should be really over the top and really animated. Sure. Sure. You're rolling. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, I really like, you know, that kind of freedom is really cool, but I also don't mind when someone knows exactly what they want and they can kind of keep nuancing it and kind of saying, yeah, but, you know, a little less like the thing I was working on today was another game. And they're like, um, you know, but you're not that panicked, you know, a little less panic. You know, you're a little more professional as your planet is blowing up, you know, and <laughs> a little more of this and a little more of that. And I, I yeah. like I really get a lot out of being able to just kind of give people what they want and then for them to say, oh. God, that was easy, you know? Mm-hmm. That's I get the most satisfaction out of that. That's great. Doesn't always happen. Oh, you sure. know? Sometimes they're like, oh, God, <laughs> I hate this guy. Like, eh. <laughs> well, I hate you, too. Exactly. Back at you. Um, yeah. And then my last question, what is there a, um, a mountain in this thing that you feel like you haven't got to climb yet that you're like, you Animation. Know, is it? Is that Animation. one of your goals? I would love to do animation. I'd love to be on a on an animated series. I'd love to like have to be in LA weekly because I was a like a series regular on an animated show. That would be awesome. There you it go. It hasn't come up. I've only done one or two little animation projects. Uh, one was called Bus Stop Talk that I actually did with Melissa with oh, um, okay. Clementine, Melissa Hutchison. We were both we both played these these like you know, grammar school kids from Boston waiting at a bus stop. And I'm sure you could Google them. They were really pretty funny. But um, bus stop talk. But uh, that's about it. And I would love to have an opportunity to do any sort of animation. It's just, to me, it's fun. It's interesting. And that's where you work with an ensemble. And I imagine you just kind of like, you're surrounded by these other people. And you're kind of like, holy cow. (laughs) You're getting so much information from everybody. Yeah, yeah. But but that's it. And, and promo would be fun doing tonight on Fox. You know, those sort of like promo-y kind of things would be fun, too. You but like those that. don't come up. Yeah, why not? I mean, they're, they're, they can be a bit of a drag because there's an expectation that you're working on those all the time. And if you're doing promos, you might be booked from 8 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock at night. Wow. Where you're kind of constantly working in your studio. They call it the golden handcuffs. Um, that's interesting. Where you're kind of always working. You know, all the time. Yeah. But the checks keep coming in. You can't go on vacation, but the checks keep coming in. <laughs> and we've heard your boy Dave Fenoy speaking of that. He yeah. being the voice of Hulu, you kind of hear him. Exactly. All he over does the those, place. those promos all the time. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And uh, that'd be fun. I mean, that'd be a cool gig too. But I don't know. It'd be something that would probably be pretty intimidating because you'd be like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm never going to leave this little room. <laughs> Which is okay. I like I like my little room. Yeah, so. I got you. I love it. Gavin Hammond, thank you so much, man, for, for talking Gabe, with us. Gabe, it is my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man, of course. So, holy crap. Gavin Hammond sat and talked with us. I mean, it's it was so cool to talk to him. Obviously, you can tell he's got such great energy. Um, these guys, I know Router's been uh, gone 
And I didn't even edit the interview till like last night before this podcast. And so Hall hasn't got to hear it yet either. And I'm so excited for you guys to be able to hear it kind of along with our community. And speaking of our community, we don't always just have to have voiceover artists or people that put together sound design or animators or whatever on the show, general managers. Starting this week and for the rest of the year, which is just two months, but that's okay. Every week we're going to be playing people's favorite video game memories. This is our community. Thank you guys for sending these in. And so everybody else gets to hear what you guys' favorite video game memories are. And we're going to start it off slow. We got four this week. I've got plenty on the computer, but we want to release them slowly. And we want you guys to hear them so that you get excited about sending some stuff into us. So uh, we want to involve as many people as we can. So, ladies and gentlemen, these are some of y'all's fellow listeners' favorite video game memories. Hey, married to the game crew. This is Paulo from Brazil. So, for me, my first and favorite video game memory would be getting my first console. It was around my seven or eight years old birthday. And my older brother convinced my dad that I wanted so bad a Nintendo SNES. So at the time I didn't even know what video games were about. And he kind of tricked my dad so he could play it himself. He even got Mortal Kombat for himself. And imagine me, a 7 or 8 year old, playing Mortal Kombat. I was not into it. But at the end it was very cool because they got me Super Mario World. And since then I've been gaming non-stop. My name is Ryan Lampa from Boulder, Colorado. My favorite gaming memory is sitting in my living room with my buddy Kenny, putting on the Fuji's, the score, and beating Cruisin' USA over and over and over again. What's up, Married to the Games crew? This is Chris from DFW, also Chris on the forums, and my favorite video game memory would have to be playing 007 GoldenEye on the N64, and specifically the local multiplayer. My brothers and I... And my buddies, we would just play that game for hours upon hours. My friends would come over to spend the night, and we would just play. We'd just play that game all night long. Oh, it was crazy. And and quite frankly, I credit that game with giving me my love of the FPS genre that I still have today. So, anyways, there's my favorite video game memory. Keep up the good work, and talk to you guys later. Hey, what's up? I'm Toby Mack from Nashville, Tennessee. And my favorite video game memory is rocking that Tiger Woods in the studio every Tuesday night. The fellas came out, it was on and popping. Boom. So there it is. A little uh remixed nutcracker action for y'all. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. This is going to be fun. When I was editing that together, I was like, this is going to be awesome. So thank you guys for doing that. Got my boss in there, Toby Mac, on the freaking video game memories. I love it. Everybody's played video games at some point. Uh, Hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> Give us something. I was kind of doing a little more research on the Call of Duty, the difference between the resolutions. And oh, yeah. Resolution gate? Yeah, resolution gate. 
So it looks like the developer came out and said, because I, I guess they wanted to clear some stuff up. So there were a lot of rumors. Did they not have enough time? You know, did they kind of rush the game? Which theoretically they could have. But they wanted to come out and say, look, we didn't rush. So th this is what they came out and said. We didn't rush it. We've actually had this hardware for a long time. We just could not get the frame rate with the Xbox One at 1080p. Wow. Uh, they said, theoretically, PlayStation 4 on paper is a more powerful system, and the resource allocation was easier for them to do. Huh. Which is crazy, because the the you know last-gen PS3 and 360, it was completely different. The 360 right. was easier to... Uh, get figured out. I'm sure that this will be a non-issue by next year, I imagine. Yeah. But if we see the Call yeah. of Duty next year and it's doing the same thing where it's 1080p on one and 720p on another. That's not going to be good. That That's a problem. That is not going to be good. I mean, hmm. I know I know people are like, you know, well, it's really not a big deal. And I mean, my plasma that I typically play on is 720p anyway. Yeah. Um, but, but that's not even the point. What's that? I said, that's not even really the point. I think, you know, I think a lot of people, and I agree with you, like some people's TVs don't even do 1080p. Yeah. But, but I think people are frustrated that this is the next gen, next gen. Let's move this thing forward. Why are we, you know, because I feel like, don't we have 720p now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically we have 720p, sometimes a little bit less. I think typically the Call of Duty games are like 640p. On yeah. uh, 360 and PS3. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they're bringing out these 4K TVs in a few years. Which look incredible. Holy crap. Oh, they're going to be ridiculous. <clears throat> you know, gaming, if we're looking at having trouble getting 1080p, like, 4K TVs aren't going to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They said they don't... Did they say they didn't have plans? I think I saw a story that said that they don't have plans on releasing 4K games anytime soon anyway. Yeah, I mean... It's more when it comes to uh, Blu-rays and stuff like that. Well, it's like probably that, on, the, on this gen they don't plan to do that because with PC, I think people are playing near 4K resolution already. Hmm. Wow. So people who own PCs will probably be pretty happy about uh, these 4K TVs, I imagine. Have you gone and seen them at Best Buy? I haven't gotten to see them in person yet, no. But I've oh heard, I've heard that everybody says that it's like looking through a window. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Um, all right. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What's next? <laughs> What's next, Sorry. Mac? What do you got? Something like something just like clicked on on my computer and some crazy noise started playing of a roller coaster. And I was like, is that router? Is he on a roller coaster? <laughs> yes, I'm on Space Mountain right now, boys. You can barely and, tell. It's exactly. Disney, that. It's Disney I, magic. I closed, <laughs> closed the window and it was gone. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, so, remember how we were talking about Grand Theft Auto V and the Xbox and Redbox? Mm. Well, November 5th, Redbox will be having disc one and two available for rent wow which i thought was interesting wait for one, they, like, for one day though saying, <laughs> i know that's that, you can't well, do gta you know, in one gta day. five yeah exactly um so i don't know how it's gonna work i don't know how they're gonna price it i don't know if they're gonna price it as two separate discs or price it as one game and stay at two dollars a night 
or what, but I thought that was really interesting um, that they are going to bring that to Redbox starting the 5th of November. Hmm. They're going to so make a today. lot of late. Yeah. They're going to make a lot of late fees. <laughs> this could be yeah, a lot. Exactly. You're going to get a lot of money for that. I hope so. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Hall, did I cut off your resolu- your resolution thing? Resolution? No, it's good. We, oh, okay. We've made the argument enough. There, there's a, a little bit of a discussion going on on the forum about it, and there's discussions going on everywhere. People are just, like, playing the fanboy game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I'm not... I'm not too concerned about it. I was concerned about what what had caused them to not make it 1080p, and they said mm-hmm. it was just a frame rate thing. I think they'll have it figured out by next year. They've got to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they. I know they say they've had this hardware for a while, but, you know, it takes a little time to get some experience with that stuff anyway. Right. And this is sure. the beginning of the generation. So, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's very yeah, true. true. So th- I think they'll be, I think they'll be fine by next year. Yeah. Um, did you see the steam machine prototype? Oh no, no. Have they, they've been sending them out, right? Yeah. They're about to send out 300 of their, you know, probably what they're calling the beta or something like that of the steam machine to people. And did you get one um, game? no (laughs) Uh, and i only bring it up because we had talked about the price of it before and obviously the price hasn't been uh spoke on yet but (laughs) there's a reason yeah exactly there is a gtx titan video card inside this joker and if you don't know anything about video cards it's the gtx titan i mean it's it's the bomb it's gonna be crazy but the video card by itself is a thousand dollars wow so i don't know what that means for the rest of the system but we know that there's a gtx in it and it's going to be stupid expensive i mean unless i you know unless they can do something to where it's not i don't know how that works but um i'm gonna be really interested to see how much this steam machine ends up being yeah um it's not the sexiest looking thing the back of it looks like a computer, you know oh, what I mean? Great. So it's got all the, the outputs and maybe they get it down by time it comes to the public. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's a computer, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? It's a computer for your living room. I mean, Steam it basically machine. sounds like they're an Alienware competitor at that point, right? I mean, yeah, except for Alienware, I don't think provides a compact, outside of laptops, a compact desktop Hmm. you know minus monitor i guess that's what the steam machine is and it's going to be upgradable and so you know i I don't know what the difference is between just building your own which will probably be cheaper um but a thousand dollar video card boy shooey i'm sorry to me this just sounds dumb (laughs) because that thing is going to be really expensive who do you think they they're going after the market uh, maybe PC gamers who like aren't like don't have their computers c- close to a TV or like aren't wanting to use wireless HDMI stuff. Maybe. Oh, but what would you say would be the average cost for a PC game for for a computer for uh, a, your general run of the mill PC gamer? What's the average cost at, right now? Because they're about to blow that right out the water, uh, out of the water, don't you think? Well, I think the average PC gamer spends at least what fifteen hundred on their rigs, typically. 
Yeah, it depends on what they're. And, what they're yeah, in it and for. then I'm sure that like after a year or so, there's probably upgrades. But the, but how and how much are upgrades usually if you do a video card upgrade or something like oh, that? Oh gosh, it can be lot. crazy. The video cards are so expensive. Are they really? They're not like it used to be back in the day where you can go buy a three hundred and fifty dollar video card and it'd be banging. You know what I'm saying? Those days are over. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe they they're still catering to the PC gamer because they're used to it because they're used to having these upgrade costs and they they know kind of the general idea of of what the costs are to do these kind of things and maybe that's it. If they're but I, mean, I if, think the yeah I think the point that Hall is kind of making is who puts their computer in the living room. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's not made for the living room and I I understand that they're wanting to get sexy with it and be a console kind of. But it's just not, you know what I'm saying? So it might, especially for the price, if it comes out and it's like, let's just say on the cheap side, it's $1,200. That's a bunch of money. I'd much rather buy some a pair of Google glasses than buy a steam machine. Yeah. I'd probably, you could, what? You could buy all current gen consoles for that, like the ones coming yeah. out. So you could get a PS4, an Xbox One, and a Wii U. For yeah, but they're looking at they're looking at graphic guys and power guys. You know what I'm saying? Like those guys don't want the console. Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely going for the the true. You know, these are the die hard. Yeah, these are the 1080p guys that that they want the true, full quality experience. I mean, th- th- there there isn't any other audience that could afford that. The general population is going to be like, what? No, I don't think so. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, I, and I'm sure they're not catering to that. Maybe, 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 maybe there's enough like hardcore PC gamers with a lot of money that just will buy this. So. I mean, they had to have run some numbers. They couldn't just be doing this blindly, right? Oh yeah, they have to do their market research. So there's, there's, there's a method to the madness. We just, they just haven't revealed it yet. So I'll, I'll be very curious. Well, yeah. and that's the thing too is that if they put Steam on the box and that is like the client, I know that a lot of people could get their way around it and stuff. But if they subsidized it through making Steam the required OS or the OS that comes on it, mm-hmm. they could probably do something pretty good for themselves and if they could get the price down. Man, but those things are going to be hacked left and right, I would imagine. I mean, uh, I, I know they will. I'm just... Well, I mean, that's the thing. PC gamers are on Steam anyway. That's what I'm, that's what I'm not understanding. Like, is there, I didn't know if there was something in the story in the grand scheme that I'm missing. Like, I don't know. I'm not quite understanding what they're offering, but this maybe somebody weird. could break it down to us. All right. Well, well there's that. There's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul, do you have something else? Um, let me see here. Oh, uh, looks like Ubisoft is doing away with Uplay for PC gaming. <laughs> Just in time. Yeah. <laughs> and Uplay is, I mean, I've heard from people that it's pretty annoying. Yeah, you play is um, useless. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't understand the point. Like, I know that that game companies it's kind of similar to the music industry, where the music industry hates that Apple gets a chunk of everything that they do, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Ubisoft just took issue with Steam taking a cut of everything, so they're trying to monetize their own things similar to what ea is doing with origin Mm. but i mean if you could get a lot more customers just by using another marketplace i mean i would think that that's what they would want to do anyway steam steam is already in place like they're spending a lot of money keeping that you play thing going so why not just 
hack it off and start using the other one. Yeah. Yeah, get out of Or maybe they can negotiate a deal with Steam where they get the Steam gets a smaller percentage because I'm sure that they would love to have Ubisoft games because they sell a lot. And there's a lot of right. them. Yeah. Yeah, and Ubisoft would sell more copies if they're on Steam anyway. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I don't like the U-Pass, the, where you play or whatever it's called anyway. Yeah, I don't even like it for console games. Yeah, for, for AC4, it's the first thing that shows up, and I always skip because you just I just don't need it. Yeah, yeah that's stupid. That's interesting. It's, it's, you know, growing pains or something crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know, when... Mm. When you know when these apps started coming out and people were getting all these games for free, you know, I, I'd imagine you know we didn't. I don't feel like we saw a lot of free to play before the iPhone came out. You know what I mean? Well, there there were a lot of PC yeah. titles, but it wasn't near as prevalent as it is now. That's what I'm saying. Of course, yeah. we had like our you know what do you call it? Uh, oh, it's leaving me shockwave games and stuff like that oh yeah you know all those flash games you know shockwave wow (laughs) i don't think i've heard that in about 12 years (laughs) Uh, anyway macromedia um, yeah exactly um router knows all about that stuff back in the day yeah i'm right there with you guys um um did you see that best buy is doing a new uh like gaming unlocked thing hmm. starting to launch it on november 10th i don't have a lot of details but um is it, it like did, a new club or something it's called the epic gaming package you pay 120 dollars for two years and you're supposed to get crazy discounts hmm. off off games hmm. um they, they <laughs> yeah i don't know but you, have, but, but you, you get have- double points and you get Sorry, I was just going to say, but you have to print out all your coupons. Yeah, <laughs> you got to print out all your coupons. <laughs> it's $120 worth of paper is pretty much what you're paying for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they were saying, you know, if you were to save $10 or $12 on 10 games is what they were saying, then you would have paid yourself back. And I think that I would buy 10 games over two years. I don't think I would buy 10 brand new games though, over two years. Mm. So I would think the discounts would have to be significant. So we'll, we'll be able to talk more on it next week. Cause I think they're, yeah, launching if they're talking it on the $12 on a new game. I get that discount already at Amazon. So I'm fine. Look at and you. you. Just, and you can wait a few months and then it goes on sale anyway. Oh, I know. That's, price. What was, that's what was so funny was seeing, uh, Hall going into Best Buy. I was like, "What you getting?" He was like, "An Amazon gift card." He's all excited to go into Best Buy to get an Amazon. Yeah, gift. yeah I was going to go get system. my use my little coupon towards my Amazon gift card because I was buying Ghosts from Amazon. <laughs> nice, <laughs> it's a shame. Nice, nice, nice. Just add um, it to the rest of my gift card money over at Amazon. So, right, real quick. I know the show is getting long. Um, the Wii Mini is coming to the U.S. Um, uh, why? Because the Wii Because it's mini. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves the word mini now. Yeah, or nano. Um, it's coming because, you know, the Wii outsells the Wii U still. That's sad. It is sad, but if you're a business, you're like, uh, if it ain't broke, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It's only going to be a hundred bucks. And it's going to come with Mario Kart, and Whoa. it's going to be like a sexy red and black. 
Okay, so, I'll do that. Exactly. Well, and you might as well stick a fork in Ouya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, good uh, that's a good call, Hall. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still think Ouya's um, main uh, mascot should have been the... the um, Man, I told Ouya not to go to Walt Disney World. <laughs> that's right. And Every look time. What, and, and look, look what, what happened. happened. Yeah. I think uh, High C should have been their their logo guy be like <laughs> or was that was that high c that'd be like oh yeah no, no, that? kool-aid 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 oh, yeah. the kool-aid yeah. man the kool-aid man come on I'm trying uh, to remember what high c was, was i knew it was some like, kind of powder that you added water to that was yeah, super cheap I, that i drank all the time as a child oh, gosh exactly. I, I remember high c i'm just trying to remember like if they were a brand of something or yeah i don't know uh, I, mean, a I think I, was it oh yeah we used um, to drink that in college. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so check this out. The Wii has sold 1.3 million units in 2013. Okay. Um, and I think the that's the Wii, sorry. The Wii U, I don't think, has sold that many this year. No, no, not at all. I um, think it's half, half that, if not even less. The Wii hit 100 million units sold in September. It's 20 million units ahead of... PS3 and 21 million units ahead of the 360. Wow, really? Yes. So that's why you bring the Wii Mini. Hey, to the and States. probably only a third of them ever get turned on. Yeah, you might be true. They don't, Nintendo don't care how many of them get turned on. Nope. Yeah. Just that they sold them. I turned on yeah. my Wii for the first time in two years the other day. What'd you play? Uh, I was figuring out how to do the little homebrew thing. Oh, did you do it with uh, with Zelda? No, no, you can do it with just an SD card now. How did it go? I'm gonna have to hook you up, Patillo. My Wii is broken. It was it was really easy. What's the upside? Uh, I don't know yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I turned That's it like on. Reviews and I, for it's our probably, show. It's probably gonna get turned off for another two years. Yeah, exactly. More on that later. That's funny. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know what? A Wii Wii Mini for a hundred bucks. That's that's done. I'll do that because if it comes with Mario Kart, that's perfect. I know a hundred dollars. God, I can I can yeah, certainly so do that. Because really, what are the other games that, you, that you're going to play on there? You may play Super Mario. You may play. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But I, for me, it was always it was always Mario Kart all the time. Yep. And and now that eight's coming out, uh, I'm even more excited. So that 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 might be my turning point for actually picking up a, a Wii Mini. When do you know what's or, the release well, date? Well, Mario Kart Eight is only coming out for Wii U, isn't it? Yeah, that's only gonna be Wii U. Oh well, never mind then. <laughs> About that. <laughs> hey, I had my Wii U moment the other day when I was watching the Super Mario. What was it? Super Mario 3D Worlds or whatever the new one is coming out. Because mm-hmm. you can get a cat suit. No oh, way. That's pretty cool. You can like run around and pounce on dudes. It's hilarious. That is feminine. That, that is slightly effeminate. <laughs> <laughs> and I jump on you. Round. All right. Kitty wants some candy. <laughs> cat woman, cat Mario, cat everything. That's right, man. Okay, this is a long episode. We're going to try to bring it to a halt. You guys know where to find us. Twitter.com slash MTTGcast. YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. Married to the Games.com. Come check out the forum. It's awesome. It's on and popping over there. We love it. Um, Podomatic. I finally got caught up over there. Sorry, my Podomatic people. Switch to iTunes. And we're on Stitcher and Xbox Music Live or whatever it's called. 
Xbox Music. Um, you guys want to do some questions from the listeners? Facebook, Scott Clark. With the coming of the next generation consoles in a couple weeks, what current gen games are you si- that's sitting on your pile of shame that you want to finish before you delve into the world of new consoles? Arkham so, City. Okay, Arkham City for Hall. Mr. Well, Patil. you guys aren't even getting them until next year. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. That's why there's there's no rush <laughs> Call for me. Duty Ghosts. Yeah, there's, <laughs> exactly. There's no rush for us. We're like, yeah, we're we're good. I'm trying we're to good. think if there's something current gen. Man, you know what I do want to play? Those freaking Kingdom Hearts games. The Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Is that what you said? I, yeah. I love those games. And I know 3 is coming out. And then, you know, 1.5 remixes out and 2.5 remixes coming out. And so I wouldn't mind knocking those out. I just wish, man, now that you have a, now that I have a Vita, there's so many games I'm like, oh, bring this to Vita. It makes so much sense. Like Kingdom Hearts, I think, would be awesome on Vita. Hotline Miami was obviously awesome on Vita. Um, uh, I think Final Fantasy X HD is coming to Vita, so I'll definitely be playing that. And then I wish that uh, like Nino Cooney was on Vita. I think that oh, would that's be. A good and one. I know it's a huge game, and so maybe the Vita can't handle it. But my gosh, I would love to play that on a handheld. Yeah, for me, the current gen games. I want to get through the Mass Effect series now. Because I picked up Mass Effect 3 the other day when I picked up AC4. And so after AC4, I may go back and finish that series. Uh, well, actually, and I also need to finish, uh, I need to do Infamous 2 before we get into Second Son as well. Ooh, yeah, you do. So those are my mm. games. I, I'm excited because that's got some, that's some good games right there that I'm very excited to play. <clears throat> All yeah, right. I got I to gotta play the Infamous games, and then I got to play Mass Effect 3 too. So thank you for reminding me. No problem. There well, you you can borrow mine if you want. No, I got Mass Effect 3. Oh, that's right. Never I've owned mind. that for like a year and a half. Probably. <laughs> it's probably shame. still in a sh- it's still in a shrink wrap too, isn't it? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I wish it was a gift from Router. You could take it back to the store. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I could do that. <laughs> hey, just know I'm playing AC4 in your honor, Hall. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Lucas Ham Swisher has a good one. It's a lightning round of questions. It's called the Manly Edition. So here we go. So which is the better genre, musicals or chick flicks? Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's that a man. is hilarious. I'm going musicals. All right, Hall. Is, is Mean Girls considered a chick flick? Yeah, that's probably. a comedy, man. I love Mean Girls. Yeah, that's a comedy. So. That's a great. That's a great movie. Uh, it is. Musicals. I, oh, I, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Tina Fey, baby. Funny. I love it. Musicals. Oh, man. I got to go musicals only because chick flicks are awful. Uh, amen. And there's at least some good musicals out there. Amen. All right. The worst fashion statement, striped shirt with plaid pants or socks with sandals? Definitely socks with sandals for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like I grew up with socks and sandals all over the place around me. <laughs> oh, shoot. Being from the West Coast. That's how well, gangsters okay. wear their sandals. Yeah, Why would they g- wear socks with sandals? That is gangster. <laughs> it is gangster. I don't know what it is about it. Uh, uh, I got to say the stripes and the... That's too much patterns going on. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, makes... You see that, that coming. You, you don't see socks with sandals coming. That's true. That's true. These are great questions, by the way. I love this. Um, your least favorite house chore. Mm. 
laundry. Taking out Piper's diaper genie. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> no, it is super easy, actually. I can't. I, I like having a bunch of socks. And so, when <laughs> speaking of socks with sandals, um, I I love wearing socks, and uh, I have a lot of socks, and I hate folding them. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. I think I'm changing mine to that because yeah, and then you don't get the ones that match up right, and you're exactly. left with one, with one left. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good one. Gosh, I got I my head it. in the dryer. Like where? <laughs> Did you go? <laughs> oh, when I lose a sock now, I just throw away the the one that doesn't have a match. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, that's because we all know you're rich now. Yeah, you hey, let that out of the bag last that, week with your that two does PS3s. Not, that does not mean that the sock monster does not visit my house. Gosh, kids in Africa don't even have socks, Hall. That's right. Well, then I'll just give Wait. give them the socks. <laughs> I'm just there kidding. They don't need socks. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you know how awful somebody's socks would be that live outside. Oh yeah, that would suck. Mm. That would be horrible, especially you when see they the get that, with I socks hate on. <laughs> pe- biggest pet peeve: wet socks. Oh, so oh, squish, squish. That's awful. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> terrible. Last question from uh, Lucas's uh, lightning round. Here we go. When's the last time you cried, and why? Hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, I cried at a funeral. Not to bring everything down, but that was it. Jesus. It was Louise. a couple months ago. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Yeah, so let's move on. Next. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> do you know the last time you cried? Probably the last time I watched Forrest Gump. I was just, there I was go. telling my wife, I was like, right. I can never watch that movie ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's always watching something too. Probably the last time I had a good cry was the last time I watched uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Every I can't time. make it through not no. one of those things. That's the stupidest Every- show ever. It makes me cry every time. I can't hold it. I'm like, I know you're like, they deserve it so much. (laughs) They start the episode. They're like, all right, by the end of this hour, we're gonna make you cry. You gonna be bawling. That's right. Putty in her hand. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Gabe. I'm like, what? (laughs) Looking around. What do you mean? (laughs) Eyes right in the TV, looking at you. That's good. I'm like, I thought I had that sleeve over the connect. (laughs) oh snap there it is nice uh lucas thank you for that lightning round that was awesome keep those up those are great so that was uh lucas's manly edition lightning round uh next up on facebook nathan davis uh dugas i want to say i'm sure you guys will cover this but what are your thoughts with dugas maybe yes Uh, i'm sure you guys will cover this but what are your thoughts with restrictions on vita's remote play that is sony saying that it like it likely won't work well outside of the home um, for me, I think I kind of expected that. Yeah, that's what I expected. Right. <laughs> like, so my expectations were low to begin with. So I'm not, you know, I don't think that's going to necessarily bother me. But uh, Patillo, you're the Vita owner, so what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, I do a lot of remote desktop work, so like, I try not to take my laptop on the road just because it's huge. It's a 19 inch screen. It's awful to carry around it's not mobile and so i do a lot of remote desktop stuff anyway and so i know the lag that comes with that and so i think that i've always thought from the beginning like yeah they showed a guy leaving his house and still playing his ps4 but that's a commercial nobody makes their product look bad in a commercial you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. unless you're a snuggie snuggies oh just look bad gosh. period but they weren't doing that on purpose nobody goes to a soccer game wearing a snuggie y'all Stop it. If, and if they are, they're Stop laughed it. at. Exactly. <laughs> or forever comfy, if you guys ever saw the commercial for those. <laughs> That's no. true, forever I comfy. I thought that was fake. 
Yeah. What was not. that? Yeah, go look it up on YouTube. Forever Comfy. Or I think <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> just, just the title is making me. It's like if you've ever, right now. It's like a suit, like a onesie, basically. Like would that you would wear oh, as a kid? Gosh. Oh my god. Does it have a poop a... flap? <laughs> yeah, uh right. yeah, actually I think it does. That's a shame. <laughs> what does it matter with people? I uh, seriously, so I you have to go watch the commercial cuz it looks fake, but it's real. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not getting endorsed by Forever Comfy now. Nah, that's for <laughs> oh, sure. oh, darn it. You ruined it for you us. Ruined it all. I'm sorry. I am sorry. What am I going to get you for Christmas now? Um, uh, Snuggy. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Snuggy. Oh, shoot. Oh, good question. Uh, our boy from Brazil. Wait, did everybody Pablo. answer that one? Or did I just answer it? No, no. Uh, Hall and I both expected that. So we, oh, were, okay, not, we were not disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully expected that because, I mean, it, it kind of depends on what kind of gamer you are. I mean, if you're married, you know, typically it's like, oh, well, we got to go to bed now, but I can just pick up my Vita and play my game in my house. Mm hmm. Yeah, like exactly. that's that's kind of what I thought was going to be the main use of it is I'm going to go lay down, but I can still play my game. Yeah, or a JRPG. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. All right, sorry to cut you off, guys. Um, our boy from Brazil, Paulo. Let's say you lost a bet and had to play one single game for 24 hours straight. Which game would make this actually a fun experience and not unpleasant at all? Can I start by saying if I had 24 hours to play games at all, I would be absolutely thrilled. That's, that's not that's not even torture for me. That's like, oh, that'd be amazing. That would be a yeah, that would be a break. 24 hours straight gaming. So for me, it doesn't matter what game as long as I'm playing 24 hours straight. But it will probably Dude. it would probably be it might be the Mass Effect series or it might be Skyrim. Skyrim? Yeah, I was yeah, gonna Skyrim. say if it had to be one game, Skyrim. Router, can I just bring up really fast? I know I'm sorry to go on a side tangent, but we watched the new Aziz Ansari uh, comedy special that he has on Netflix. Oh, it, it's it's okay. Oh, um, okay. But he does have a joke in there about not having kids, and you know the whole reason that <laughs> you're like, oh, that would be a break is because we have kids and married and everything like that. He said, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel bad for all these people with kids, and so when I see him doing something, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go do something else because my options are still options. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're not requirements anymore. They begin, Dude, I thought that was incredible. That's awesome. That's genius. Yeah, I love Aziz. He's awesome. Yeah, he's funny. Um, what game would I play for 24 hours straight? Uh, I think if me and my wife got in a room with some Mario Kart or some Dr. Mario, we could probably knock out a day and be good. Oh, she'd tear you up at Dr. Mario, too, wouldn't she? She's good at it. She's really good. We actually go back and forth on that one, yeah. Nice. It's great. That was a good one. Thanks, Paolo. I hope. Hall, uh, Hall, Hall. What about yours? Skyrim. Yeah, pretty much Skyrim. Cool. Yeah, I think I think if, anytime we get a question like this with some sort of long game wheel, I think our our go to has always been Skyrim. Yeah, you can get yeah. lost in that game. Just the you amount really of time, can. like you look at the up at the clock and you're like, it has not been two hours. <laughs> exactly. It really wow. flies. Yeah. World of Warcraft too is a little bit like that. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, Daniel Lord Mural. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Mm, Coke. Coke. Ah, oh, get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feeding the stereotype. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> okay, uh, let's wrap this up. Our boy, Chayman. I said it right this time. Chayman Bissett. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Woo. He said, uh, Gabe, Gabe and Tim are, but Hall, I'm actually going to get to you as well. 
How did you name your kids? Did your wife pick or do you have a special family significance? Ooh, good question. Yeah. Gabe, go ahead. Oh, um, my wife was in the store one day. I think she was at the bank or something like that. I don't remember where she was. Grocery store, maybe. And there was a girl in front of her. She said she was waiting in line. Really pretty mixed girl. And she heard her talking to the the cash register person who was like, say, what's your name? She said, Amara. And so she came home. She was like, baby, I saw the most beautiful mixed girl. My wife is white. I'm black. And that's why I stuck out to her. And she was like, and her name was Amara. And I love that name. What do you think about that name? And I was like, oh my gosh, I love it. We fell in love with that name from when Jenny brought it home. And just for a fun fact, that was a year and a half before we were even pregnant. Wow. So it's not like we were looking for names and we couldn't come up with not one boy name the whole five months. We didn't know that, you know, whether it was going to be a boy or a girl. So we were really fortunate that it was a girl because <laughs> we had her name picked out from, <laughs> you know, two, two years before she was born. That's so awesome. Yeah, we, um, we, kind of the sim- similar situation. Lauren had, Lauren had a, a friend who named their daughter Piper, and we, um, of course, we found out what we were having. And before that, we were the same way. We, we were like, what if it's a boy? We, we still didn't come up with any boy names either. But I don't think Piper was in the loop then until um, she heard her friend have this uh, baby. Her, her baby girl was Piper. So we were like, we like it a lot. And so this was like six months out before she was born. And we were like, you know, if another name pops up, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll consider that one as well. And it just stuck. So, That's but awesome. the cool thing is my, my favorite little tidbit is her middle name is uh, Harrington. So it's Piper Harrington Router. And Harrington was the dorm room name where my wife and I met. So no way. I, yeah, it was cool. I wanted, I didn't want to do like a family name and we didn't, we, we wanted to do something special. And I thought that was a nice little tribute to, hey, you know, this is where your mommy and daddy met. And this is, you know, this is how you became who you are. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. I love so that. that's how we named it. So, Hall, for your for your little ones, how did you come up with your the names? Well, for my dogs. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, because uh, come on, man, your dog, your dogs are your kids, too. Our dachshunds uh, or our dachshund already had her name when we had her. And she was like three months old, so we didn't want to change it. But we never really call her by her name anyway. Was she a rescue? Uh, no, she just, she had a, I think, like she was with a uh, a single mom with kids and she just couldn't afford to take care of her. So we we bought mm. her from her. Oh, nice. Um, And our Jack Russell, he was born in a litter and like we couldn't, I think it was like Krista's aunt's last litter. Like she bred Jack Russell Terriers and um, she just couldn't, didn't have time to do it anymore or something. So he was like the last one and he was set aside for us. And I think Krista came up with the name Finnegan because uh, she saw a Jack Russell when she was on vacation or something. And its name was Finnegan and she thought it was the cutest thing. So. That's and awesome. Fin- and Finnegan really fits him. He's the finny- finickiest dog I know. So. <laughs> Finnegan works. I like that. Um, we already have our kids our kids' names picked out, but I'm not going to divulge until we have. No, kids. no, don't say. So. Don't don't yeah, say. No, I'm not. I'm not jinxing it. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. But yeah. So and we, and we we picked out girl and boy names just in case. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're smart. Hey man. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's because you're planning ahead. That's I good. Could not, we yeah. could not come up with a boy name to save our lives, man. It was <clears> no, me, me neither. Oh, we. That's funny. Um, we got a lot of cool answers. I won't even go into it because I know we're running late. Um, but we got a lot of cool answers from the question of the week last week, which was what's your Halloween costume? And uh, it was awesome. So go to the forums and check it out. Even if you're just a Twitter guy, go over to the forums. You don't have to sign up just to look at it. And there's pictures and stuff like that on there. And it's awesome. And uh, we need to do a question of the week this week. But I didn't come up with one. Does anybody have one that they could ask our listeners a question real quick? Router, you got one you can think of off the top of your head? Will you be playing Ghost? Ooh. Call of Duty Ghost this week. Will you be playing Ghost this week? What will you be playing it on? Yeah, well, okay. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you going to play Ghost for this generation console? Or are you going to wait a week or a week and a half, whenever, and play it for next generation and that'll that's help so, anyway because we got to get some groups together <clears throat> yeah we do yeah we do we got to get another clan going on unite um, the clans <laughs> <laughs> um, does does ghost ghost has like a little persistent clan thing right they're supposed to have like little groups or something mm-hmm. oh i don't know sure. i think they do well, well either way um if they do uh, we'll make a Married to the Games clan for each console that we're playing on. So That'd be awesome. I'll be playing on PS3, so hit me up if you're going to be playing on PS3 as well. Yeah, I so think I'm waiting until we'll PS4. Nice. So if we have any other PS4 guys out there, I'll be playing Ghost with y'all. And uh, that'll be fun. And then real quick before we get out of here, another poll this week from Chris Dumoulin on the website. What is your favorite genre of game? FPS, RPG, platformer, survival horror, racing, puzzler, casual, trivia, side-scroller, which is kind of like platformer, but that's okay. Don't tell him I said that. Um, so, yes, go vote for the polls on the website. Come join the forum. Come join the conversation. We love talking with you guys. Thank you for sticking with us through this long episode. It's been a lot of good stuff. Gavin Hammond, big shout-out again. Thank you so much. And what are you going to be playing Ghost on? Are you going to be playing it this week? Come on, let's shoot some people in the head. Oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> oh, no. I'd be so excited about that. That was one of those I immediately regret saying what I just said. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, sir. We got you. I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Timothy Hall. And we are married to the games. And we up out this thing. Peace.